Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about when younger men especially feel very masculine because their girlfriends say that they're just too much and they just are uh, want sex all the time and they're worn out and or that it hurts because he's just so big. Um, so young guys are very, very susceptible to this sort of flattery or taking this as flattery when in reality it's a fairly large red flag about the relationship. So we will get into that right before I tell you to subscribe. The most recent one was about man colds and the next one's going to be what anxiety looks like in children, uh, often transmitted by adults, but comes off looking very different in children. So if either of those or 112 others sound good to you, then you should be subscribing. Also, you should join my Facebook group. My Facebook group is a lot of fun, and um, people get a lot out of it in terms of talking about relationships, sex, uh, all the sorts of issues that are relevant to, to my stuff, parenting, etc. So, all right, so what kind of guys are, are we talking about here? Young guys, inexperienced guys, right? Um, and that's, even if you've had, if you've slept with a whole bunch of girls and you're 25, you're still pretty inexperienced because, you know, you're young and you may have slept with some of those just one time each. And young girls also don't really verbalize what they want in bed. So, you know, you could think you're giving people orgasms. I know not you in particular and any, you know, any one such man who's listening to this, but you know, your peer group, uh, just, I'm, I'm just joking. Obviously men have no idea when they give women orgasms. Women know how to fake that. You could watch when Harry met Sally, but of course women also know that you're supposed to have vaginal contractions. So, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's it's not hard to do. <laughs> um, and, and young men have no idea. And women aren't doing it to be mean. They're doing it to be nice. They're doing it because they don't really know how to have an orgasm. And so they figure that this is what you're supposed to do. They've read about it, you know, and makes him very happy. So, you know, they do it. But this is a whole other thing. I guess I could do a whole other podcast on that. Um, but nobody's doing it to hurt you, you know, they're doing it because they, they want to move things along and it seems like, like you, you're very into it and there's a certain way that they act that makes you very happy. So they do it. But anyway, the point is that men in their twenties are definitionally young and inexperienced. And, and that's when they listen to these, uh, words from a girlfriend and they think that it's very flattering instead of a red flag. And the words are things like, Oh, I can't do it two days in a row. I'm so sore from yesterday. Or, oh, you just wear me out. Or, oh my God, you think about sex all the time, right? And instead of being like, well, wait a second, you know, the vagina is made to push out a seven plus pound baby. How really could my, what I previously thought of was 
maybe, you know, an A minus penis really be causing this much agony, you know, and, and what the hell? Like, why does she say I want it all the time? We kind of only do it really a couple times a week, you know? I mean, instead of thinking like that, you know, the men, young men think, oh my God, I am like some kind of porn star. Holy shit. I, how could I possibly expect a mortal female to keep up with me? My, I'm a testosterone machine. And so, you know, of course they think like that because they're young, right? And so, so what happens is that they end up being with these women that really are just trying to turn them off of sex, you know, because they don't really like it that much, you know, not that much. And they have, and maybe the woman really does think that the man's penis being so big is the problem. If, if he's not done any foreplay, it does hurt. Now, of course, there are other reasons that your, you know, vagina could hurt and the medical reasons, etc. You should always get that checked out, you know. Somebody wrote in to tell me that, that I should make sure to say everybody should get vaginal pain checked out. Yeah, sure. Get your vaginal pain checked out, 100%. And also, a reason that a woman could say it hurts and it could hurt, very common, is because she's not lubricated and because, you know, you got to go back to my episode on female arousal and what does it really look like. Remember how I told you, It may not be your favorite analogy, but the inside of a vagina, it's like the inside of a nose, mucous membrane. You give it for a young woman, you just put your finger in there. It seems like she's wet. She's not dry. Looks wet. Seems wet like a nose is wet. That does not mean that she's really wet and excited, right? So it could be, there's two reasons that it could hurt. In a, uh, putting aside the medical one. So if your vagina hurts frequently after sex and you're listening to this or that's your wife, definitely get it checked out. But also... There's two reasons, you know, A, you know, you could be doing something very wrong and B, she could not be excited, you know, and, and the, aside from the medical ones. And so if you're doing something very wrong, such as just like shoving it in there willy nilly or trying to finger her and you didn't clip your nails or trying to, you know, do like some weird position all the time and jackhammering at her, I mean, then it's going to hurt her. And if she wasn't excited to begin with, then any sort of contact with her vagina is going to hurt, which is why a lot of guys think that, um, talked about this in the oral sex episode, a lot of guys think going down on a woman is foreplay. It's not foreplay. Touching the genitals is sex. So uh, foreplay is before that, kissing, stroking her breasts, so whatever other parts of her body she likes. Once you touch the genitals, though, that is sex for the woman. So going down on her is part of sex, not part of foreplay. But anyway, when guys go down on the woman, then they get her wet. So then it seems like she's wet, even if she's not really wet. So anyway, these are reasons that she might not like it. But another reason that she might not want to have sex so much besides that you're not that good at it, which you may not be, and that's not a bad thing. She's not that good at it either, probably, if you're both inexperienced. But anyway, another one is that she just has a low sex drive. So she just doesn't want to do it that much. And so she, because, you know, she's young, she figured out kind of what to say to you, the thing that you like so much, and then that gets her out of having sex. And she really likes you otherwise. She just doesn't really like sex that much. She doesn't know why. She assumes most people really don't, which is how, you know, kind of low libido people feel. It's like... They're kind of incredulous, like, really? Other people really like this this much? No, I mean, that can't be right. Kind of like, you know, what you see when you watch, uh, you know, like a bodybuilding competition. You're like, people 
care about their body that much like no like that's nuts though you know like it's 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 very so different it's so wildly disparate from how you feel that it's almost like you feel it's not real you know that there could even be people like that that's how low libido people feel when they talk to a high libido person they're like you really want sex all the time are we talking about the same activity like I, I just can't believe it so Obviously, this disconnect means that it's hard for high and low libido people to understand each other, which is a lot of what I work on with couples in therapy is helping that happen, you know, them understand each other. But anyway, so she's realized that if she's like, oh, my God, you're such a big man, you wear me out, then she'll, you'll leave her alone for a couple of days and you'll be preening your feathers about it. But, um, you know, that's not good for your ongoing sex life and for post-marriage sex, right? Because at some point she's just going to be like, you know, why do you think about this all the time? I hate doing it. We're never going to do it more than once a week, so stop. And that does not sound quite so cute and flattering, but it's what she felt really all along. And of course, there's a, there's a libido increase in the honeymoon stage. When you're in the honeymoon stage, you know, we really should start calling it a libido increase in the honeymoon stage. I'm going to start doing that because it's not a libido decrease afterwards. I mean, it is, you know, what goes up must come down. But reality is the baseline is is low and the the, the baseline is lower and the honeymoon stage artificially inflates it, which is something that I've said before. So I'll just stick to that because it's a much, much better way of defining it. There's an artificial increase in, in the honeymoon stage. You know, it, it's not like the woman's like high libido, high libido, honeymoon stage, high libido, everything's high libido since she's like 15 years old and then bam. No, it's like she's kind of the same person all along, but the difference is the honeymoon stage. That is an artificial increase in the middle. You know, and then it goes back to whatever her baseline was. And then it goes even lower than that after children, age, etc. But anyway, the, the, the point is that, you know, many women are saying this kind of thing because it's a cute way, you know, to say that you're, you're um, really bothering her with your sex drive. And so you should pay attention to this as a red flag because in, if you're a very high libido guy then you're going to want the early honeymoon stage to be that you guys are having sex all the time. You know, you guys are having sex multiple times a day. And if that's not happening because, like, you're too much man for her, while that may be flattering to think about, it's not reality. It's not reality. It's, it's, it's just that she doesn't really want sex that much. It may be that she doesn't want sex that much with you because you're not very good. In that case, no harm, no foul, learn. You know, and talk to her about it and really, really start kind of, talking to her about it more and be like, what could I do better? But here's, here's really the, the thing. If you are bad in bed and she's a high libido woman, she's going to try to fix you and help you. And this is why men who are good in bed get good in bed because they've been with one or multiple partners who were very vocal and gave feedback. They, men who are good in bed have been with high libido women and high libido women, once they have you in bed, they're going to want to at least get off. So they are going to teach you what to do. But if they, if high libido men have trained on by being with low libido women, those women don't really give a shit if they come or not. So then, you know, they're not going to train you because they don't really care. And they don't know what to do because they've never investigated it themselves because they don't masturbate. That they, you know, because they're low libido women. So, I mean, it all goes down to that. So if you're a man, so a high libido man, you've had sex with one high libido, let's say high school girlfriend for four years, like uh, you guys uh, met, then you're making out, then eventually you're having sex, and she's high libido also, right? You have learned more about how to be good in bed than a frat guy who has had uh, 25 uh, multiple week relationships with all low libido women, 
right? You know much more because you've been with at least one high libido woman that's then giving you feedback. On one night stands, women don't give feedback. On, on multiple week relationships, women don't usually give feedback. But when you're somebody's girlfriend, then if you're high libido, you want to get off. So you give feedback. So men who have not gotten any feedback don't really know what to do. It's not their fault. They don't really know what to do. Porn doesn't tell you what to do. They could, you know, listen to all my stuff, but you know, they don't know about it. <laughs> and, and other sorts of, you know, they could Google how to go down on a woman or something, and usually they have, but, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. E- either way, the, the point is that if, if you are a man and you have been put off by your girlfriend saying, oh, you know what, you're just too much, you're too much of a man, you're too much, you know, you just want sex so much, oh my God, a poor little woman like me can't handle it. You know, you, you got to take that with a grain of salt, although it may not be terribly, you know, flattering to do it so that you don't get into a marriage where you're like, holy mother of God, she was saying this from the time she was 22 and I was 22 and I was just too stupid to hear it. She was literally rejecting me from sex from day like two of our sexual relationship. And I didn't realize it, you know, and this happens a lot, of course, to guys who are religious because then they're not supposed to have sex before marriage. So they really are in a situation where she's putting them off always. And it's not because they're so wonderful. It's because of God. So, you know, okay, great. So then we, we can't have sex because of God. Well, then guess what? On the honeymoon. You know, God is happy with you then and uh, because you're married and you're still not having sex in a lot of cases because the woman who will, um, you know, adhere very readily to the no heavy petting and the no this and the no that is not a very sexual woman. From what I've seen working with religious people, the ones that are super high libido get around some of these constraints, you know, either, even the makeout sessions they have are much more passionate, you know, because they're very high libido. And so even if, let's say, they won't have intercourse or maybe they won't do some other stuff, whatever they do, you know, is, is, is qualitatively different. But how does a guy know this? You know, if he has zero experience, he's made out with maybe like three girls. Does he really know? Definitely not. And, you know, and again, young men are very susceptible to the flattery inherent in you are just too much of a man for me and you're just too big, and you're just hurting, and whatever, you know, and that's not really flattering, and what I'm saying here is to totally rethink this, and to think if she's not wanting sex actively all the time when we're dating, then I got to understand that her libido will go down, and so I need to start with something that's equivalent to me, otherwise when she goes down, she's going to be in the, you know, in the bowels of hell you know that's where her sex drive is going to even out to and that's not going to be fun so think about it very very differently you know think about it that if she wanted it and also even if you're bad as I was talking about before she would want to fix it so let's say that you are not getting her off or you've realized that kind of you can't be because you know guys sometimes kind of know they're like it just doesn't make sense I mean I hear it takes a little while to get women off but my girlfriend, it seems to be almost immediate. I mean, I didn't really do anything. I mean, I guess I could just be that handsome, but I don't know. Something doesn't check out. You know, so some guys, to their credit, do, you know, interrogate the kind of fake orgasm or what the woman, sometimes she doesn't even know she's faking an orgasm. She just, women have that, some low libido women have that little little experience that they don't even know that when they are moaning and, and moving around, more 
that it is that they are faking an orgasm. Sometimes they just think they're trying to be good and bad. They're trying to do what they're supposed to do. And they don't understand that the man is taking it as though it is a, an orgasm. So they're not even faking it on purpose. Always, your partner has less sexual experience and understanding than you think. You know, they just go by that as like a rule and you will realize it's true for like 99% of people. But anyway, the, the, the point is, is that if she has never given you feedback, that is, again, it would be flattering to think that's just because you're amazing. How? How could you automatically know her body doesn't make any sense? If you went into a job and you didn't have to get trained, I mean, is that a good job? <laughs> like, is, is that, are, is, are you really doing anything at that job? You know, how could you have known what you're supposed to do with the job before you got to the job? It just doesn't make any sense. So this doesn't make any sense either. If she does not ever give you feedback, if she never tells you to try anything else, if she never shows you what to do, how could you be doing it? You know, it just uh, wouldn't, it wouldn't be plausible. You know, if you put on your detective hat, it would not be plausible there. And uh, when it's not plausible, it's probably not right. So... That is also a, um, a marker of a lower libido woman is they never give feedback because they don't care enough to try to improve it because it's not something that they're really into. Anyway, I hope that you guys got at least a few things to think about from this. If you are, if, if you realize you were in this situation all along, then it, it gives you something to not be so mad about. Yeah, like you may not be sexually compatible, but at least it wasn't the uh, much maligned and fictional quote, bait and switch, which I have never actually seen in real life. Um, and in fact, when guys think it was a, quote, bait and switch, when we go back through the history, they're like, um, yeah, well, I mean, well, she did want sex more than she does now. I mean, you know, she wanted it, you know, twice a week. Oh, really? She initiated it twice a week? Uh, no, she like never initiated it ever, just like she doesn't now. But I mean, she let me do it twice a week, you know? So like, Oh, it was a long, luxurious experience and she really enjoyed it. No, no, not that. I mean, you know, she, she, she never really liked it. She let me do it. She tolerated it twice a week. And I thought that that was okay, you know, and that she would really open up after marriage. I mean, come on, like, no, no offense. I mean, but it's not that, that reasonable, right? To think, to think that if you go back and you look at it, then you can get rid of a lot of your anger and resentment when you realize your low libido wife was always low libido. She was a low libido girlfriend. Everybody else that was a high, that had a high libido girlfriend, they were having sex multiple times a day in the honeymoon stage. You were doing it like, you know, three times a week for like 10 minutes a pop. And she always seemed like a little bit like she'd rather do something else. Then she was no bait and switch at all. And I've talked about this ad nauseum, this bait and switch idea. I see that it would uh, help people to um, feel kind of better about their own decision-making powers. But why not just say young people are stupid of both genders and they have no idea about anything. And so you weren't able to make a good choice in terms of sexual compatibility. Then at least you don't have to be mad at somebody for supposedly lying to you when they didn't. You know, only the most dysfunctional woman with sociopathic tendencies would say, I will pretend to like blowjobs. No, they're, they're honeymoon stage hormones. They love it. It's great. It's like a banana split. It's awesome. And then when those hormones wear off, just like when drunkenness wears off, you're like, when you're done being drunk, you're like, I danced on the bar? Me? No, I couldn't have danced on the bar. That's crazy. This is like how women feel about blowjobs after the honeymoon stage hormones wear off. You know, I mean, lower libido women in particular is what I mean. All right. Anyway, I uh, hope you got a lot out of this and I'll talk to you all soon.